everybody, it's Thursday 17th of August and you are listening to episode 159 of the Talking Games podcast. I am neither Bobby Shortall, I am not Justin Townsend. This week they have been mad enough to ask me, Hugh Perry, to host. But thankfully for you guys, I have some extremely attractive co-hosts with me who are Miss Sam Suvak. Hello. Miss Kelsey Lavati. Hey. And Mr. Matthew Wood. All right. Hi, guys. Look at him all hairy and sexy over there. Oh, uh, that's me. Yeah. Just a big woolly love <laughs> machine. Wo- woolly Matthew Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> the woolly Matthew Mammoth. Yes. I like that quite a bit, actually. I forgot to mention before we started um, recording, I'm actually wearing a T-shirt, Matt, that your wife was present when I bought it. Oh, so, oh, cool! There we go. There's a cool. Oh, get in there. There's a cool story, bro. <laughs> moment. Um, so, how is everybody? How are we all? Oh, god. Matt, after seven thousand podcasts in the last mm. two days, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm surviving. I I also started teaching this week, so that's oh, wow. been fun. Have you been doing yeah. that via podcast or? <laughs> no, no, no. They uh they wouldn't listen. God damn it. They yeah, I know. They're how, how do your students feel about all that facial hair and that bushy hair you've got now? They teenagers are the worst. Like they they they're not subtle. Like I don't even know these people at this point. I've spent maybe an hour with them and they're like, You have a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. You do. Yeah, they're not wrong, but at the same time, it's like... You'd be like, kids, you should like, see where else I've got hair. Yeah. You have acne. I, mean, I can't do that. <laughs> well, you smell weird. But no, I can't do that. I have to say, oh, yeah, I guess I do. So they give you the old, how old are you? I'm 29. That's really old. Yeah. That's like yeah, 17. they do that thing where it's like, yeah, like, can you tell me, like, like when's your birthday? Like, why do you want to? Why do you want to know that? <laughs> what does it matter to you? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Brilliant, cool. Right, so um, to start off with, um, we're gonna address um, the big news thing. Um, so I'm not gonna speak about in detail what happened in Charlottesville because everybody knows what's happened. Um, But um, I feel like it's an opportune time for us to reiterate what talking games means um, and what we're about. So um, I think I speak on everybody's behalf um, when I say any kind of hate or, you know, racism, sexism, homophobia... Anything of that ilk is not welcome in our lives or at Talking Games. Um, We are, and we reiterate it numerous times, a safe place for everybody. Um, And I feel like right now, as gamers, um, we as a community have kind of like a unique position in what we love doing in that we we can easily come across tens of people every day and interact with them. Not just like, you know, you're there in the same room playing with them on Overwatch or everybody, but you can physically speak to these people and interact with them. 
And I think right now is a good time for us as gamers to, like, I won't say do better, because that's, you know, saying that we all go into onto Overwatch and F and blind at people. But you can make or break somebody's day when you're playing a video game. If you give them shit because you don't think they're playing Mercy properly or you have a go at them for beating you at FIFA, you can, you know, you don't know what, what that person's been through in a day and you could easily just, like, you could ruin a day. You could ruin the next couple of days. So I think right now, if you if you're playing a game... And you have the opportunity to interact with people. Please just be nice to each other. Because you don't know who you're talking to. You might be talking to someone who the events of last week could... They could be absolutely terrified by it. And I personally am friends with people who live in the States who are terrified by what's going on. Like, white supremacy isn't a thing that should fucking exist like it's abhorrent so just take some time if you're frustrated in a game just breathe be cool you don't know if you're playing with a kid or someone who's new to the game or someone who's just having a shitty day just please 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 be good to each other so um that kind of leads me into the news item we're gonna speak about only briefly, because um, it kind of it ties into it. So, Discord has banned. Um, I'm reading this from Kotaku's um, article. So they've banned servers and several users linked to white supremacist and Nazi ideologists. Um, so their official line, and this is a quote, it says, "We will continue to take action against white supremacy, Nazi ideology, and all forms of hate," um, and. This was sent to Kotaku from Discord's CMO, Eros Resmini. And he says, We unequivocally condemn white supremacy, neo-Nazism, or any other group, term ideology that is based on these beliefs. They are not welcome at Discord. While we don't read people's private servers, our terms of service explicitly forbid harassment, threatening messages, or calls to violence. The public server linked to altright.com that violated, violated those terms was shut down along with several other public groups and accounts fostering bad actors on Discord. We will continue to be aggressive to ensure that Discord exists for the community we set out to support gamers. So, um, I guess, like, personally for me, I think that's a really cool move. Like, some uh, company that's so, like, massively linked to gaming... Um, putting out such a unequivocal statement saying hate of any kind of form isn't welcome on their service is um, like a really good statement for um, a company like that which is used by gamers so what are your guys thoughts Sam what, what how do you feel about this it just made me really happy you know I mean we look to ideally leaders to take a stand and and do what's right and a lot of times that's not happening so anytime anyone who can do something stands up and does it it just it makes me feel good it makes me feel like this is a good place to be and i mean there are tons of just negative things out there and knowing that 
someone wants to, to you know, it's cheesy, but make the world a better place and, and make a safe spot for people. I just, I think it's fantastic. And it made me really happy when I, when I heard that news. Cool. Anyone else? Anybody, anybody got anything else to say on this, want to say on this matter? I heard a lot of the criticism against it was people thinking it was a free speech violation. It, 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 it's absolutely not. What people don't understand exactly. is Discord is, it, it's, it's, it's a privately owned, I mean, it's, it's not a public service. It's not a public forum. Like, they're well within their rights if they feel that what you're talking about is, you know, of course. Uh, against their policies. They have no... They can totally remove that, and they should. I'm well, glad they did. And it's also, it's... don't they have, like, I'm pretty sure when you enter, like, a Discord chat room or something of that matter, like, there are rules in place for uh, hate speech and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. freedom of speech doesn't necessarily, and people say this all the time, freedom of speech doesn't necessarily mean um, freedom of consequence. Exactly. I mean, no. one of your rights, you could say whatever the fuck you want, but it doesn't mean that people aren't going to be upset about it yeah. and exactly. take action yeah. against it. And yeah. I completely agree. Like freedom of speech isn't freedom from morals. Like freedom right. of speech doesn't give you the right to feel like you can say what you want and get away with it. Like hate speech, I, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even think that, okay, freedom of speech you can argue that people are allowed to go, yes, I don't like this or that, this, that, or the other group of people. But that's morally reprehensible. So freedom of speech in a public forum, which Discord isn't, because it's, as Matt said, it's a privately owned thing. Um, you know, if you're saying it in public, then be prepared for somebody to throw your shit back in your face. And with Discord... They have a terms of service, which when you sign up to, you agree. And mm -hmm. each server will, within that, then have their own um, set of rules and regulations as well. Same as, like, you watch a Twitch um, channel. When you go into a ch Twitch channel the first time, you'll have the rules of their chat. Um, they'll be, like, everybody speaking the same language, be nice to each other, no racism, no sexism, blah, 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 blah. So Discord has every right to, you know, if that's if their company ethos is, you know, we don't support hate speech, then they have every right to shut these people down. So right. I th I think it's a good, you know, it's a good like planting of a flag and a good way to like make the gaming community go like sit turn around and go yeah, okay this shit isn't going to be stood for i think it hate speech is a form of harassment harassment is illegal and you know it it's as simple as that if you are going around making people completely uncomfortable and fear of their lives and feel you know like like that's it's it's it, i wish that it's just such it's, it's such not a debatable thing you yes. know it shouldn't be <laughs> but it it's it's i hate it living in the south is really it's really lame sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah. I mean, I live in Wales, which has, like, mid-Wales is very, um, a lot of it is built around, like, they're industrial towns. They were built mm -hmm. around mines 
and that industry no longer exists and they you know i'm not going to insult the people who live there because there's a lot of very very nice people who live in the welsh valleys but there there lies some of the worst poverty and poorly educated people in wales there and sometimes when like i've got friends who live in sometimes in in the in the welsh valleys and the vast majority of people are like just salt of the earth but in terms of people being openly like saying things that are a bit homophobic or racist it's if you want to avoid that type of thing in wales then definitely don't go there because that's it's a similar thing i think but We'll draw a line under that one now, and we'll get on to some happy things and talk about some video games. Um, so I'm going to bring up my Google Doc because I can't remember what I put on my lightning round. So I'm going to take the bullet as host, and I am going to start. So I will put three minutes on the clock, which I didn't prepare. There we go, and go. Right, so firstly, um, I will talk about the game that we don't talk about on Talking Games anymore, which is PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Um, still absolutely loving that game, the tension and just downright, like, I sweat profusely and my heart pounds as if I've just finished the marathon when I'm playing that game. It starts off and you're just like, hey, I'm picking some guns up. And then once you hit sort of like about 30 people, left you're just kind of like oh god this is getting tense now um and randomly bobby put the word out um i can't remember what it was last like maybe on the weekend um and we managed to put a full squad together um and all i'll say is bobby got fed for the first time thank god so (laughs) we now have you know the two people who play that game mostly on the podcast um now have chicken dinners under their belt so to speak um i'll talk briefly about lawbreakers but i'll let sam talk about it more because she's played more of it than i'm I not have. gonna talk about lawbreakers are you not no no change oh. your plans sorry oh my god okay i'll talk about lawbreakers um good fun shooter like just crazy fast pace got a hell of a lot of attitude to it um i'm absolutely rubbish at it which you can see on the what is video that um cody and sam put together um but it's good fun it's you know it's uh, people compare it to overwatch but it's you know in the same genre it's like comparing like madden to fifa um so i think the comparison is a bit unfair because they they're both doing very different things in the genre but it's good fun um i am disappointed that by all accounts the sales have been pretty low um, but unfortunately, sometimes games like these just enter a market that's or already a bit stacked. And I think maybe I don't know whether that area has hit saturation point um, in terms of the amount of games in it. Um, so next up, I'm going to talk about Sonic Mania. Um, I bought this the other day um, and it's so cool. That's all I'm going to say about it. If you love old school side scrolling sonic get it it's like proper nostalgia trip and lastly i finally finished horizon zero dawn um, 
Yay! And I both love that game for being fucking amazing, but I hate it for making my game of the year list even more friggin' tricky than it's going to be. Hmm. Um, gorgeous looking game, amazing story. It takes a little bit of time to get going, but once it hits in, like the, the last, that game feels like it's coming to the end of it, like in terms of like how many revelations there are. I'm just going to carry on going because this is my show. Um, and I'm talking about Horizon and it deserves to be talked about. Um, it does. And it just like that game, like for the last sort of five hours, just keeps ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, just peeling back the layers on the story. And it's it's brilliant. Like in terms of story, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Aloy is one of my favorite leading characters in a game ever and just the characters in general there's such a brilliant diversity to that world like you've just got like female characters all of which who have like a lot of agency there's you know racial diversity in the characters um and I I'm so glad I basically I went shit destiny's out in a couple of weeks I need to finish this because I'm not going to if I don't. And then I ended up playing it for about 20 hours over two and a half days. Um, so that's my half an hour long lightning round. Um, <laughs> so next, I am going to pick on you, Matt. Do you have stuff you can speak about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, slapped it on the old, uh, Google Doc. Thank um, you. So, good yeah, man. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing like the last minute. Yeah, that's um, fine. Right, three minutes. Uh, go. All right, uh, I'm gonna start with uh, this company that I don't know if y'all really ever if you've heard of them. I, I wasn't too familiar with them until I uh, decided to actually purchase something from them. They're called Limited Run Games, and uh, it's it's a, it's a pretty interesting concept because I mean, if you're kind of a collector or just like to have you know you're not the biggest fan of like just digital media uh basically they take digitally released games and they release them on physical disc the only problem is uh it's well it's in the name it's limited um so i think like i purchased night trap uh this week which was i think reserved like four thousand copies or something and uh apparently there are people that just hate this company um because if it's a popular game, it will like they they released that Wonder Boy remake uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they just sell out incredibly quickly. Uh, like I think uh, Night Trap sold out in like two minutes or something. And uh, I don't know, I, I it got me thinking about how that's kind of a th a constant in video games lately. Uh, just the uh, collector's editions are, are like the uh like we see this with nintendo all the time something gets released that people want and if you're not quick or if you're not lucky you either don't get it or you don't get it for a long time uh, but at the same time i i'm willing to forgive a company like limited run games because i think a, a lot of that's going to be beyond their control uh for example i think you know it's probably going to cost like the publisher of the game the developer of the game money to even play ball with them. I mean, they're a small little company anyway. Uh, so things like, you know, being able to, you know, sufficiently uh, have enough to uh, to make demand happy, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Uh, 
Uh, so, I mean, I, 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 that and on top of all of it, those games are available digitally. So, like, for example, had I not gotten my copy of Night Trap, I would have probably been okay because I can still buy that game, just I don't get a fancy box. And so I don't know. I, I it was it, it's an interesting thing, but I people people on the internet are just terrible sometimes. They're just you know I feel every like, time this company sends a I feel like oh, that shouldn't be news to you. I know, <laughs> I know, but every once in a while, like so, like after after I, I had bought the game, I like go on their Twitter. And uh, they basically, I think it's ran by like two or three guys. It's like a really small little thing. Uh, and they basically said, hey, we're not going to be responding to anything uh, for the next few hours because we're, you know, we're going to go through like all the orders to make sure like, you know, uh, to look at our quantity and also see how many people canceled and so on and so forth. At six o'clock tonight, we're going to have another release of the game uh, just, you know, for you know, what was canceled and so on and so forth. And people are just like sending the most hateful tweets. And I'm I, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, and it, on top of all of that, I, I, I'm, it's one of those cases of I'm, I'm reading it. I'm like, I don't think this person would have bought the game regardless mm-hmm. of how much it cost or if they had an opportunity to, they just want to complain at something. Most um, likely. Yeah. But Oh, well, I got my game. But yeah, it is a bummer also to see, like, uh, you know, I, I was curious. I was like, okay, well, if, because people are just complaining about, like, you know, oh, people are just going to sell it on eBay. And I was curious, like, how much is it going for on eBay? And, yeah, it is a bummer that, like, if you miss out and you really want it, it, you know, it goes three times as much as it originally cost or something. Yeah. And I get it. It sucks. Uh, but Sealed supply the and demand. Yeah, it sucks. Cool. Right. Yeah. Samwise. You'll go. Okay. Three minutes on All the right. clock. Rocket. All right. So yesterday I decided to watch some gameplay for Hellblade Sinua's Sacrifice. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, I want to play this game so bad. So I bought it. I got home from work last night. I started playing. Basically, you are this uh, badass Celt woman who is going to hell to save, well, to try to resurrect her beloved soul that the goddess Hela has with her in hell. And there's this darkness that is consuming you, I think, as you go along. And that's going to come into play more, I think, later. But this is, it's fantastic. So a lot of what it deals with is uh, this character has psychosis that she's trying to handle. um, And they've got, like, mental health experts that were consultants on the game. So it's supposedly it's supposed to be really really good and really oh, nice. accurate um but yeah so you it recommends listening playing with headphones and so as soon as you start you've got all these different voices like whispering in your ears and they'll come from the left to the right there's different voices there's one that seems to be a narrator talking directly to you um and it feels like a little bit to me like like never ending story if you guys are familiar with that Hell where yeah. you know bastion's reading the book but he has a part to play in it and it's like they're talking to you like that and it feels like you're really engaged and it's 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 awesome um it's a beautiful game like it's you're going to hell and it's this desolate horrible looking landscape but it's just beautiful in its horror um the sound effects are great there's there's no HUD on your on your screen, so it's just uh, just the view and you, um, and it also has an awesome photo mode, which is like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, 
And this game kind of reminds me of Horizon Zero Dawn a little bit. The characters are a little bit similar. It feels like if Aloy just like horrible shit happened to her and she went in this dark Elseworlds, like this could be that game. Um, the fighting, uh, you've got a sword and you're fighting. I'm not usually good at, at fighting like that, but it's pretty simple and intuitive. And I really actually enjoy the combat in this. And the voices that are in your head, like, they'll kind of help you out. They'll be like, oh, they're behind you now. And so you have to like turn and do stuff. I was fighting this boss and like the voices kept telling me to focus. And I'm like, yeah, I'm focusing. I'm trying to get him. And then I realized there's this ability you can use that is called focus. And that helps break his defense to let you get in there and finish him off. Um, it's, it's just amazing. Um, you go through and you have to find different runes, which that's been my hardest part right now. Um, Cause you find things in nature that look like the shape of the rune to unlock doors. Um, some of them are pretty easy. Some of them you have to find multiple things to put together and get just the right viewpoint to get it. Um, what else? Oh, my God. I just I love it so much. I started last night and like it's you know, there's this thunderstorm in the game. It just so happened there was a thunderstorm in real life at my house. And I was just like, oh, this is so perfect. Um, I, I'm recording a lady's choice with it. I don't know, I might, the audio might be a little off because like these voices are whispering to me and I get in the mood and like, I'm like, oh, I'm whispering on the video because I don't want to talk too loud <laughs> with these voices. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, oh my God, you guys, I don't even understand why it's grabbed me so much, but um, I feel like this is like the most excited about a game that I've been all year. Um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I you think it's one of those, check it out. one of those games that's kind of like, I think because of, what the main character's going through and how they went about um, putting that in the game with them consulting like psychiatrists and so on and so forth. I think it, like when you see a, that they've done that, like gone into that much depth, like sometimes you're not, when they do things like that, you're not always convinced whether or not, like, uh, it's just, you know. They're just putting voices in somebody's head. But when, when they do that with it, you're kind of like, okay, you know, this, there's an air of, like, this is, like, genuinely what could happen to somebody experiencing those things. And also, being a Welshman, I fully approve of any game that has a Celt in it, being mm -hmm. a Celtic nation ourselves. So... Is it scary? Sorry. Is it scary? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, yes. It's, like, so creepy while you're playing it. Um, and then, like, when you're fighting people, they just kind of, um, dissolve, appear out of, out of nowhere. And they're there, like, out of the shadows fighting you. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and they're, they're really, like, horrifying looking. Um, so I think that's part of why I enjoy it, too, because I love horror. So it's, uh. it really fills my, my creepy need there. Um, but yeah, it's, oh, it's great. I love it so much. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. I think the buzz around it, I think it's going to have to be a must-play for... Uh, yeah, I hear good things I mean, about it. I mean, I've only played... I've only played about an hour, hour and a half, maybe, um, but it's already in my top three games. Yeah, of the year. I've heard it's not very no long. Doubt, I think Bobby so. said it's about six, seven yeah. hours long, so I don't think it's a huge yeah, game by any I means. Yeah, I think so. So, um, right yeah, then. And it's only $30, so... Yeah, you get it's it. a good price. It's a good price. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, right. very good. Kelsey, are you ready? Look at that grin. Yes. Right, <laughs> three minutes on the clock. Go. 
Uh, so I've played two games a lot more recently. Uh, one is kind of lame. It's uh, Yokai Watch uh, Wibble Wobble on uh, mobile. It's a lot of fun. If you like Yokai Watch, I would recommend it. It's pretty much like a bubble popping uh, sort of game. Follows the same sort of mechanics as Yokai Watch itself. Um, it's a lot of fun. I would recommend it if you like like Candy Crush and that sort of mobile uh, experience. Uh, I've started Night in the Woods. Really liking it. I love the the feel of the game. Like when she's this is just an example that I noticed, but it really stuck with me. Uh, when she's running up a hill, it's a lot harder for me. Like I'm pressing the the controller the same way, but I'm forcing because I noticed that she's not going up as fast. So I think that that's like a great addition that I um, really appreciate in gameplay. I'm only about two hours in, so I can't really comment on uh, the storyline, but. Uh, I really like me. She, um, she, she's me. There's one <laughs> scene where she gets drunk at a campfire and <laughs> she starts screaming at people. And I was like, oh, <laughs> been there. Um, and I also wanted to talk. I didn't uh, talk about the games I played at uh, Montreal Comic Con, which was about a month ago. Um, but one of the games that really stuck with me that I kind of wanted to talk about was Detroit Become Human. Um, which is, I'm sure we've probably like seen some clips. Uh, basically, it's the Android game. Uh, so you start off the demo. It's about, it was like maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, so you're Connor, and you come to a house, and right away you could tell that you don't belong. Um, you yourself as the player know you're an Android, and they know they're an Android, so you sort of pick up on um key things like the police officers don't provide you with enough information and depending on what you ask um get gets you specific answers from the cops um and so with everything that you do you have a like let's say if you're like looking at the video your percentage could go up or down um depending on the questions that you ask and the elements that you are able to pass so for example if you do well with the cop and you get the right answer your gauge will go up so you go up to like you could solve this murder or kidnapping or whatever in with 60 percent success rate if you ask the wrong questions the cop will tell you basically to fuck off and your gauge will go down to like 10 percent and depending on what you pick up throughout the room what you explore what you connect and link together um your success rate can go up and up so in the demo you're basically trying to save a kid who's um Android babysitter sort of of the family um, has like a, um, a breakdown and uh, he doesn't feel accepted in the family anymore so he kidnaps the kid and he's on the roof and the cops uh, want you to sort of deal with it because you're an android as well and depending on your success rate and the percentage that you have in the corner of the screen that you can decide whether or not um, you can save the child essentially so i thought that just in that short demo alone it's it really gripped me because you see the um, the the like fight i don't know how to say it the conflict between the humans and the andrews and it really pulled me in story-wise and i think that the mechanic of having the percentage on the sign on the side was really interesting and it makes 
different uh, endings to different scenarios, which I always like when I play a game. I find that very, a very interesting uh, game mechanic. So I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was a really um, interesting yeah, game that I think people, people put off, sort of, and as, as did I. Um, and then when I played the demo, I was actually really interested in the story. And like I think it could touch upon interesting um, like aspects on human and AI relations, which we might not have to deal with now, but could possibly deal with in the future. So I thought it was an interesting game. That does sound quite cool. Yeah. So, that's lightning rounds out of the way. So, um, we I put out a call. Um, Bobby sent me a couple of questions as well from people. Um, so, we have some listener questions to have some fun with. So, um, first one is from Christian Barger. Um, and he's given us a list of what he misses. He says, what do you miss about the 8 and 16-bit video game eras? Here's what I miss. One, anticipating a game that I really don't know anything about. Two, saving money for what felt like forever for a highly anticipated game, like Top Gun on the NES, that absolutely sucked. (laughs) Three, instruction manuals. Oh, yeah, I miss instruction manuals too. Yeah, yeah. Four secret game get secret game codes. Yes, up up down down, left left right right. Um, five hearing my dad use the f word repeatedly for the first time in my life while he played Super Mario Brothers. That's one that I can um, attest to. I definitely learned a lot of my vocabulary from my father playing video games. Um, six going to the video rental store to rent games. Seven super hard games got next. The last stage of Nez Ghosts and Goblins never beat the Flying Devil Boss. <laughs> this one's brilliant. Eight, the Sega 900 number g- game helpline. <laughs> I ran up a $50 call to beat the last oh, castle geez. of Fantasy Star. Seven fours up, two down, and five up. How the heck was I supposed to figure that out? So, um, I think this will be a good one for Matt to answer. Like, I will have answers for this one as well, but. Let's go to Matt, I think, first. I miss renting video games. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, we were never the kind of people that... And my parents, I mean, they didn't just buy us games, you know? Like, that's one of the great things about being an adult. I can make a decision. I want to buy Sonic Mania. I bought Sonic Mania. I can do that. And now the only person I have to ask is my wife. Um... (laughs) But like when I was a kid, it was like birthday, Christmas, that's it. That's pretty much it. Or if you like trade, you know, your Star Wars action figures for your friend's copy of Mortal Kombat 2 or something, uh, which I would never do. Yeah, uh, I was but, about to say, whoa, 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 you did yeah, what? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, like, like it, renting games was a blast because um, it, it was competitive because your store would only get like five copies of a game. Uh, you Sometimes you would just be at the mercy of like your mom who's like, I'm going to stop by there after work. Whatever I get, you're getting. Like, <laughs> I remember we got stuck with Robotron 64. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, like, what the hell, Mom? Like, all the games you got this crap. Why do you hate me? Uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And that would be your weekend. That would be your entire weekend. Because, like, when you're a kid, especially, like, we lived, we lived in the middle of, like, kind of nowhere. So it wasn't like I could just go up the street to a friend's house. It was like 
we're here all weekend. So like if you got a shitty game, you had to find a way to make it not shitty. Uh, and luckily, you know, I love the rental store. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think for me, renting video games is probably the big one too. Like um, mm-hmm. about five minutes walk from my house, it was just like huge, um, like, well, for a, a rental store anyway, it was massive. Um, and mm-hmm. it was really weird as well. Like the walls were made like to look as if they were like the side of like cliffs, and it was like the ceiling had like netting on it, which had um, like plastic leaves and stuff. It was almost like they tried to make it look like a forest or something, which was really <laughs> this really odd aesthetic. And I can remember, <laughs> similar to you, Matt, like we'd like I had when I first got my Super Nintendo, I had the original FIFA. And I think it was like a collector's edition of Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which was in like this silver tin and it came with like a little badge. And I think it cost like mum and dad like 80 quid. So like if you bought that now, like inflation, it would probably be about like 3000 pounds. Games were so expensive back then. I know it was crazy. crazy. Like games here have never been like when you guys say it's $60 a game, I go, and then realize Mm -hmm. like when you translate that to pounds, it's like, you know, a little bit less, but back then games were like 60 pounds and it it just like, it's crazy. But it, the one thing that always sticks in my mind was they had this massive wall and they had a really good selection of like, they had NES games, Super Nintendo games, Mega Drive, Genesis games, so on and so forth. Um, but the video game selection was right next to this door that had a beaded curtain. And Ooh, I can remember seeing right guys on. go through this curtain and I'd be like, Mum, what, what's in there? And she's like, nothing you want to concern yourself with. Just yeah. pick a game and then we'll go. So that is like one of one of my, my lasting memories of the uh, 8 and that 16-bit room. era. That room is for the perverts that don't want to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> And don't have the internet yet. <laughs> they just want to rent it. They didn't have the internet back then, Hugh. Yeah. I know. Yes. Maybe my mum was, yeah, my mum's basically Nostradamus. <laughs> Give them 20 years and you won't see them anymore. Um, <laughs> Sam and Kelsey, do you guys have any memories of that era? I'm anticipating that Kelsey might not because she's uh, a wee, a wee child. Me. Oh, she does? Uh, but just, yeah, Please. we'll just. Because you guys are talking about renting video games, and I have a memory of we were at it's not uh, it's not Blockbuster, but it's the Quebec equivalent, Videotron, and we would I remember going and like my dad would go to rent um, movies, and I would go look at like the Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, so I would like be turning the thing while my dad was picking a movie and I remember like there were these two boys behind and they were like freaking out about a game I can't remember which one it was. But I remember like just sticking like my hands and face on like where the consoles were, and I was like, "Wow, what is that?" Whole new world. And then my dad, yeah. (laughs) Then my dad would like pull me away, and it was the same like if we went to Toys R Us, like I would run to like the electronics. Like you guys just brought back these memories, and I would like run to electronics, and I would like go on and like play a little bit like before my dad came to like find me. (laughs) So all I remember is like my hands on the on the. And then the guy who runs the stores like, that girl's been in here sticking her hands all over the glass. (laughs) It was every time I would like (laughs) go see the cards because it was two things I could never have. It was video games and and trading cards. Hmm. 
And I, I always we used to just look at them like a sad little child. <laughs> <laughs> We, we we had Star Video, which uh, now, like all other video stores, is a vape shop. Um, it's just that's yeah. that's how it happens. Actually, it's, funny it's... enough, down just like two minutes walk from my house, one of the other video rental shops by my like by here is a fucking vape store, and you can never yep. see in it. It's basic. Yep. It it's a fucking hot hot box at all times. That shop. It's... It's ridiculous. It's the worst because you're like, you're like, I love this place once and now I never, ever, ever <laughs> want to go in it. Uh, but yeah, Star Video, so it was like a locally owned place. So like they would rent consoles. And I remember we rented the uh, Sony PlayStation. I remember like the process. I didn't understand like the stuff they were asking my mom for like that, you know, you had to put a deposit and they needed like two forms of ID. I just remember it like being the most complicated thing and my mom being super pissed off at renting a console. And then my friend Thomas Allgood in probably fourth or fifth grade rented the Virtual Boy uh, one wow. weekend. Yeah, yeah. And it came in a big black briefcase. And we were all excited. And then we instantly r- remembered only one person can play this at a time. <laughs> like, it's so like, like, I remember he had like seven people over and like, Virtual Boy! It's like, we're going to play Mario Tennis! It's going to be the best! And uh, then we he'd, he'd, he'd start it up and, you know, it's like, is it fun? He's like, hold on. Is it fun? So we like, <laughs> rotate and there's like, sweat all over it. And it wasn't fun. Like, like every virtual game, every Virtual Boy game is terrible except, like, Wario 3. But no one, like, when that's your best game, you're a failed console. And, like, yeah. And renting a VR headset to me like feels a lot like yeah. renting a pair of shoes like right right, right. it's a miracle someone's... we all yeah no we should have all had pink eye yeah like, it was, <laughs> it was well, filthy like hopefully nobody oh yeah we're like uh, 10 we're like eight year old boys so we're all disgusting oh ah, okay you know? fair enough yeah and so it's just like, let me play and just rub your face. And so you try to do the thing, like, maybe we can both do this, where, like, we each share an eye, and it's like, no, that's not how that works, idiot. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Um, yep. So also from Christian, um, this is quite a good one because I know three. Matt, do you play Overwatch? Have you played Overwatch? I have not. Okay, well. So sorry. Three quarters of us have slash do. Um, So he also says, my 13-year-old son is a dedicated Overwatch player. And whoever your son is, give him mad credit because he's attained diamond (laughs) level in past seasons. Lately, however, he's become incredibly frustrated by competitive mode. And I feel you there. Um, I myself, that's where my frustrations lie with Overwatch. Um, he has seen his ratings decline because he feels his teammates don't pull their weight by doing their jobs. He gets so frustrated that we have to make him come downstairs and take breaks. I know one of his problems is that he doesn't have a group he plays with, so he plays with random teammates. He needs some fresh frustration techniques. Two questions. How do you manage frustration when teammates cause you to lose? And secondly, is there anything you can do even though your team loses that will prevent your ranking from dropping? Um, Sam, how do you feel about this one? 
Um, well, I, I don't play much competitive. I did a little bit of Overwatch, and, you know, I had pretty decent experiences with it. Um, you know, the, the worst I have is when I'm playing with, you know, talking games guys, and they get angry about other teammates. So, uh, those guys. Uh, so I, I, I know, man. Um, but, I mean, I don't... I, I usually uh, am, am not... I think the people who get angry frustrated the most are like really good players who really care about you know their ranking and doing good and i am more of a casual player so i i don't tend to get too upset you know i mean i'll be like oh it sucks that you know we're losing but i mean if i get frustrated i'll just stop and go do something else um and i just i don't i don't deal with people so like if i'm if i'm on chat and people are, are being jerks i'll just go mute it and then leave that lobby as soon as i can um, just cause I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of techniques for trying to like talk people down and, and get people calmed down, but I just, it's not for me. Um, so most of the time, even when I'm playing like uh, competitive group team games, I, I'm not in, in chat just because it's, it's not something I want to deal with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I know what the, you mean. I don't have good answers for that. I'm and never, for I'm, a second part of his, oh, I'm never for the in second part, chat. I don't think there's anything he can do to to save his rank when he's when he's with losing teams that i don't i don't think there's a an answer for that one no kelsey have um, you, you haven't you haven't played any competitive yet have you or oh no you may did you I play don't, some adjusting? i don't well not not uh, competitive but we did quick okay. play and the arcade games yeah but it's mostly because i'm afraid of being the person who pulls the team down um so i i feel it from the other side and it's it's frustrating for me um when you when you kind of know it's you <laughs> um, I, I feel the same way kelsey i'm i'm in that boat a lot so, uh, so i do i do turn chat off so even if someone may, maybe they're not yelling at me they're providing me constructive criticism and i i don't i don't hear them there, there's no there's no criticism for me um but I think, um, I think if maybe not at 13, but like for older players who experience a lot of frustration sometimes and they want to find players they could play with at the same rank as them, um, you could check out like community um, discussion boards and stuff like that where maybe you could find people of the same caliber as yourself or as your son, like if you want to be in the same room as him when this when he's maybe connecting with people like this. Um, but like finding players who do, maybe he plays, um, a game and he finds someone who's a match for him and that they can both, maybe they'll make an agreement like, okay, let's try to, um, have a party and play at the same time, stuff like that. Um, but it's also, there's nothing really you can, you can do. Like sometimes you could play a game and you'll notice that your Reaper's in the corner and he hasn't moved for 20 minutes players just not there and he that alone could bring the team down so it's just like when you play with other people it's sort of you have to realize that not everyone cares as much as you do um and not everyone um cares about their rank and like that is unfortunate for people who do care about their rank and i think it's just like finding a community of people that you can play with that have the same um goals as you do and and i think also like when you're when you're playing sometimes you're going to find you're going to come across players who do have a similar mindset as you and are good to play with and definitely you know 
fr try to friend those people and message them and be like, hey, we, we I had a good time with you. Do you want to team up some other time and try to get people like that? And maybe you can build a group of, of similar minded people exactly. that you play well with. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I, you know, I do understand his frustration with Overwatch um, in a competitive. Like one of the reasons why I stepped away, not just from competitive, but Overwatch um entirely unless like i'm able to jump on with friends um is because i find it's gotten increasingly worse with um people who just afk through games you know you start the game and they're just they're just there to you know they might get like some competitive points at the end of it because they just and they just keep going into games just to sit there and they've no interest in winning or they they'll be there taking part but they'll just mess around like they'll stand in front of like i was playing i think what the one game that like was the straw that broke the donkey's back for me was i was playing a competitive game and i think i was just shy of like getting up into the next rank and um our Genji all the way through the game was just stood in front of our bastion blocking his view just bobbing up and down all the way through the game and I was just like I I can't play this game anymore like every single game is just more often than not someone doing something like that um, and hopefully when they bring the report feature in because one of the things you can report people for is supposedly be deliberately throwing games and just being griefers and so on and so forth is you know them deliberately throwing so hopefully when the report feature comes in he might find that the overall sort of effort that people are putting into the game will improve um as far as dealing with that frustration goes you just gotta remember that it's just a game at the end of the day like I, I can understand like you know competitive is there to you know it's it feels good as a gamer getting up into the ranks um but if you're frustrated by it step away play something else just play quick play whatever just make it so it doesn't matter that much anymore and as sam said i think unfortunately if you're losing games, you're going to lose rank. Um, I mean, you can play as well as you can to ensure that I think you, you know, if you do well personally in a game, you will lose less points. But I think, unfortunately, when you lose a game, you you lose rank regardless. So, sadly, I think that's not going to change, which, you know, with competitive, that's the point you win you go forward you lose you go backwards it's like it's the same with um like splatoon with their competitive modes um so sadly i think that's that's something that you can't avoid um so let's do let's answer a question from someone called kelsey and she asks, if the Overwatch characters were flavors, which flavors would they be? Great, now, great question, Kelsey. Great I mean, question. I mean, we're 
we, we might be in danger of um, running long on the podcast if we if we get as deep as we could into this. So we need. I'm just saying I, I we need to be example. careful. Okay. I have an example. Lucio is definitely lying. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. he is predominantly green. Uh, Widowmaker is blueberry, obviously. Ooh, I was thinking yes. Winston was blueberry, but Widowmaker oh. could be blueberry. Good, good. No, I, th- I think I Winston also... would be banana flavored. Oh, or peanut Cause butter. Because he's, a... he's a gorilla, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want a banana. Um, Can... Well, here, oh. Can I try one? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. go, Matt. Come on. Uh, okay, I know nothing about Overwatch. <laughs> this is why this will be good. I know there's a character. Yeah, I know there's a character named Tracer. There is. Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of an accent. She does. Bangers and mash. Yes, that's like a proper like Jelly Belly flavor, sure. like gourmet jelly bean type flavor. Yeah, I reckon Tracer right. would be yeah. Or fish and chips. How do I do? did very well i think good good i liked it yeah i thought you were gonna say fish and chips (laughs) i like i like to say i was it was between fish and chips and but bangers and mash is a much more fun thing to say you've just about covered britain's culinary legacy right there (laughs) i wanted to try (laughs) diva diva would be um strawberry starburst specifically that is that's perfect yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very different than a regular strawberry. I've had time to consider this. <laughs> or, or bubblegum. Okay. Yeah. Like that classic no. like bubblegum flavor. No, strawberry starburst. No, no. Star- no. Strawberry cool. starburst. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. All right, uh, we've got Junkrat, I think would just be gasoline. There's a character named Junkrat? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> what is this game? <laughs> and uh, Roadhog would be ham flavored. Definitely, Roadhog. yes. Roadhog. Is he a pig? Yes, kind of. <laughs> he's, he's, he's yeah, kind of, kind of piggish. He's like a, um, he's like a man bear pig. Man, it wouldn't be a bad game. Y'all tell me names of Overwatch characters, <laughs> and I describe what they look like. <laughs> yeah, mercy, mercy, mercy. Uh, like a nurse. Very good. Very good. Go. Okay. All right. I'm, and I'm gonna go with vanilla for mercy. Wait. Yes, I thought that too. Yes. What? Because she's bland, or no? Vanilla's a good no, flavor. No, she's sweet. <laughs> it's like a pure, clean flavor. Just she's like a she pure is. vanilla bean. Exactly. She's perfect. Wow, you're only good if you add seriously. other stuff to it. Um, what uh, would Doomfist's flavor be? Okay, he looks like his primary color is silver. Close. Okay. Slightly more valuable. I'm sure he has, I'm sure he has quite the fist, like a Hellboy-ish fist. Yes. It's probably organic, not metallic. Incorrect. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> um, Doomfist. What flavor would Doomfist be? That's a difficult. I was one. struggling with Doomfist today. Like because is, is anger a flavor? I would just say beef, like beef. just a thick slab of beef. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that, too. I was like, cheetah. Abs flavor. Meat. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but then I thought meat sounded too sexual, so I was like, can't say that. But that's, like, since when has Kelsey ever censored herself? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's why I was like, Kel, meat's a bit much. Um, this guy looks s- like Kratos. Yes. Yeah. Ish. Um, or Doll Sim. Yeah. Um... I think May. Uh, maybe May would be bubblegum flavor. Because she's quite sweet. Like, she apologizes or honey. a lot. Or honey. Yeah. Yeah. But wh- whatever flavor she is, she has to be ice cream because of her abilities. Yes. Uh, or more like snow cone flavored. Yeah. So. That's a good one. Tiger's blood. Uh, I'm going to go with McCree, <laughs> would just be tequila. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, on the same, I, I, I would imagine Soldier 76 kind of like being like beer. Because I can just imagine him. Because he's like, a daddy. Yeah. Is he like a Captain America-esque character? Kind mm, of. Yeah. I mean, he's like the, he's kind of the like father the... leader of the team. Yeah, he's the grizzled. Does he have a patriotic he's... vibe to him? He has, he has strong moral standard, yeah. So okay. I, would, I would say so, yeah. And he hates yeah. punk kids he's... on his own. The 76 sounds yeah. 1776-y. Yeah. Oh, man, there's an idea for a skin. Like old school, like hmm. like tri-corner hat. Yeah, big, tri-corner hat. Big cloak. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Blizzard, if you're oh, listening. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give him, like, a musket. Soldier 17. It seems like a, the worst game, to pro- or worst weapon to have in Overwatch probably is a musket. Yeah. It's one that you have to... Like, that yeah. wouldn't be too like, dissimilar from Rogue One's gun, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Gunpowder. Going. Yeah. Three quarters of an hour to reload, one second to shoot. Exactly. You gotta make that shot count. Yeah. Right. Who have we missed? Who have we missed? Zenya, uh, Zenyatta. What what flavor would his be? What's like a Zen kind mm. of like? I I don't know, but for some reason I'm just thinking like baklava with him. Like mm. we were just talking about that dessert the yeah. other day. It's just like that's the most Zen-like dessert I can think of. Maybe I don't I don't know. Baklava is so good. I see it now. <laughs> it is good. Very good. Um. Zaya, what would Zaya be? Imagine Zaya oh, being like oh, just bubblegum. I feel like she'd be. She bubble could gum. be bubblegum, or she could be vodka. Yes. <laughs> just go for like stereotypical alcoholic drinks for whatever yeah. nation they're from. <laughs> well, but I mean, she's strong, like a like a strong drink, you know. Yeah. Um, who else have we missed? Maybe Farah would be like falafel just partially just because the names work well together <laughs> well and she is middle eastern kind of yeah well she's yeah. african but you know that kind of general area i like falafel falafel's nice um who have we missed who have we, we need genji and bastion genji oh, hanzo no what you e honda blanca <laughs> <laughs> ryu Cammy. If you name enough, you're gonna get one, Matt. Just keep going. Uh, Felicia. <laughs> Madoka. Raiden. 
uh, Raphael. We're going to end up putting, like, <laughs> flavors to every video game character ever if we carry on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Sumatra, what would she be? Curry? I feel... No, no! Well, I well feel if, like... if Zarya's vodka, then why... Seriously. What's wrong with curry? You get really upset at that. She's Indian. I mean... No, but... With, like, her personality. Yeah. Mm. Like, she's complex. She needs, like, some complex flavors. Like the Miracle Berry. <laughs> Yeah. Like it yeah. tastes like a bunch of things depending on what you eat. There you go. Curry's a bunch of I things. Like Many different spices. You got shot down, Hugh. Let it go. Let it go. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Kelsey's probably gone into this with like preconceived ideas of what every answer's gonna be in if, if somebody doesn't answer <laughs> how she right. wants, she's like, No, <laughs> this is how it is. These are my toys. Um, I just felt like they were so obvious that you guys would get the same nuanced answers <laughs> as I did. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting down to the tough ones now. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is basically like Master Chef does Overwatch. Um, I honestly can't, off the top of my head, think of anybody we've missed. Well, Anna, Reaper, Anna. Oh, Bastion. Reaper. I can't think of it anymore either. <laughs> I mean, but for some for some reason, Reaper. I'm thinking of like a marshmallow because it's ghost-like. I don't know. A like s'more, blueberry. A s'more. A s'more. <laughs> he's a little. Oh. He's a little bit burnt and crisp on okay. the outside, you know. But you get to that soft center. There you go. I dig it. Yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling. <laughs> Anna would probably know. be paracetamol flavored because she's a. I don't know what that is. Is that like a? Is that like a? painkillers. Like a bug spray? No. That's no. that's horrible. What I don't approve fuck? of that one. She's not gonna like taste like medicine. That's, that's well, she, she, she shoots you to heal, you and taking paracetamol isn't exactly pleasant because it tastes horrible. So. I can't imagine being shot well, to be healed is particularly fun. So I'm just going with like a, a leap of logic in that respect. I don't know. I think it would be okay if we're going with medicine. I think like that when you were a child and you had like orange flavored, no, orange flavored <laughs> um, cough syrup that tasted really good. Like I'd let her taste like that. Calpol. Okay. Like, yeah, like I cough approve. Syrup. I approve. Yes. So you can... Robo trip off of her flavor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Brilliant. Right. Okay. To finish you, off, Kelsey. we're gonna we're gonna finish off with Kelsey's other question, and I'll basically just we'll just go around, and you will answer what you would do to slash with this character. So. Oh. Oh wait. And Kelsey no. got Kelsey got very angry on on the uh, the Google Doc, so I feel like I'm kind of for my own safety in need of answering, asking this question. And I'll read it as it's written. Excuse me, Hugh, in capital letters, where is my fuck, marry, kill? Sonic, Wario, and Spyro. 
This is an important question that I need <laughs> answers to. Um, two spelt T double O, so she got so angry that her ability to <laughs> write properly um, abandoned her. And then, as an addendum from Sam, she says, I agree that this is a valid question, but you kind of bias it by giving one humanoid possibility and two animal possibilities. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Because, you know, that when you're talking about video game characters I mean, becomes an overriding factor. Um, so Sonic's sort of humanoid. He's standing on two um, feet. He's clearly a hedgehog. Let's I not mean, have he, these. Well, yeah. He's got the body of a... Like, you could, I, it's, some states would be cool with it. I'm just saying you could have made a better combination of uh, options. That's, that's fine. It's fine. We're going to play the way it's, it was it's written. It's part of my charm. <laughs> Sonic's more of a human than Wario. Well, I won't argue there. Yeah, we're not sure what Wario is. At least the at least Sonic and Spyro have like defined states of being, whereas Wario is just whatever. <laughs> so, right. Matt. Man, Spyro ain't got no... State of being, he's a Skylander. <laughs> Matt, fuck, marry, kill. Sonic, Wario, and Spyro. Which is your, what are your choices in this important question? I would kill Spyro because fuck Spyro. Whoa. No, he sucks. His game always How sucks. How dare you? No, Spyro was always bad. <laughs> Spyro. There's there's Matt's controversy for this week. <laughs> Spyro is a universal terrible. Okay. <laughs> he would be a terrible sex partner and even worse life partner. <laughs> so if you're giving me these choices, I would prefer he live. <laughs> but it's not an I option. Would anyone have to know? <laughs> no, no. Nobody has to know. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. I would have sex with Wario. Ooh, gross. <laughs> I know it is gross. It's so gross. But you I, like I the cushion for the pushing? No. If, no, it's just I have to assume that whoever I marry, I have to have sex with too. So No, no. The rule of the game is like you don't get to have sex with the person that you marry. Oh, I'm going to have sex with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there for, like, for a long time. I don't care what happens. Marry him or whatever. I'm going to do that hog. <laughs> yeah, can we, come on. He's... He likes chili dogs. He does. He's made some dis bad decisions in the past 20 years. Who hasn't? <laughs> um, wait, so is it like Sonic Adventures Sonic, or is it cute like Genesis Sonic? It's, a, it's an all-encompassing Sonic. Pick your own I, Sonic. I want potbelly cute little Sonic. I don't want, like, slim... Wearing scarves, hanging out with Shadow. I don't want that to I feel like there's a Dream game. Sonic game coming. <laughs> Sonic Data yeah, Simulator, be where you Sonic. get like I each era I, of Sonic. I couldn't be married to Wario. I couldn't be married to Spyro. So I have to be married to Sonic. I guess I'll have sex with Wario. I don't imagine it would last long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Marry and divorce Sonic. Okay, <laughs> Sam... <laughs> All right, so I have to preface this by saying um, I had to Google who Spyro was because I didn't. <gasps> that caused some controversy. Um, and yeah, I know. No, that's awesome. You, you've lived a happy life. <laughs> and 
And Kelsey had to inform me that there is a daddy version of Spyro. There he is. Look at that cute guy. The fuck? Um, we're talking about the daddy version. We're not talking about the cute younger version of Spyro because there's two versions. Okay. So with that in mind, first <laughs> off, I have to kill Wario because he is just so sleazy. I, I can't deal with it. No, no way. Many mm, games. Nope. No, 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 no. Not going to happen. Okay, um, I am going to marry Daddy Spyro so that I have baby Spyro as a stepchild, and that's just going to be fantastic because he's adorable. Oh. There's fucking dragons, you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live with dragons, okay? It's going to be awesome. And uh, by default, that means that I have to have sex with Sonic. Um, but, you know, based on who Sonic is, I'm hoping it'll be really fast. And we'll be done with it. There's also a chance that he might just hump my leg and be done with it. Yeah, so he's guaranteed to give with. you a massive prick. <laughs> uh. I approve <laughs> you. <laughs> Kelsey, your question. Give us, give us Kay. the answer Kay. of all answered. Obviously, I mean, look at those arms. But is that, I feel like spiral. I feel like is you're kind of like moving the goalposts, though. You can't go. I did, is that him? It does. Or is that Spyro's the dragon. Is it his, is it his dad? That's what I need to know. Does he appear yeah, in one case. of the Spyro games? Also, charge your phone. Also, <laughs> look at what I searched. Hey, Spyro heads daddy. up. Spyro, Spyro Daddy. Daddy. Oh, you're on a list now. <laughs> does, so marry does, Spyro Daddy. Is he in any of the Spyro games? Because yeah. I Skylander. Um, I feel the like the truth comes out. Oh no. I am unaware. Ah, <laughs> then I feel like we need to remove Spyro Daddy from the. Nope. The equation. Nope. No, play with Spyro he, Daddy. You guys can deal with it. If he doesn't exist, then he and he's not a video game character. Then I'm sorry. Like, you know, he's on the internet. I the, saw it. it. The integrity <laughs> of this podcast demands that if we're having a shag marry kill question, the the characters which okay. we're discussing need to exist. Well, Could okay. I will Spyro still marry Baby Spyro though because he's adorable. Yeah, and I, would I would just still take marry care of him. him too. I would treat yeah. him more as a child than as a husband. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I'm still marrying Baby Spyro. Still a husband. It's weird. Um, he's still a dragon. That can't fly. Just letting you know. He collects oh. dragonflies. Hope you like that. It's like a penguin that breathes fire, basically. He can't fly? No, he no. can't fly. He's a bad video game character. He flies in Skylanders. Whoa. Anyway, okay, Kelsey. He can fly. It's fine. Rest okay. of rest of your answer. <laughs> uh, killing Sonic. And I don't like Sonic. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to fuck Wario. I feel like we'll have an adventure. And you know, we don't have to have the what the like talk. a megalomaniacal it's, it's, it's a, like. It's established what this adventure. is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe Waluigi will get in on it. You don't want that. I feel Oof. like you're going to catch something. It's going to be like on top of a pizza box or something. <laughs> I feel like the truth about Kelsey has, like, you know, been revealed via her shag marry kill question. <laughs> is it the zigzag mustache? It is. It is. Nope. Okay. Well, I guess. <laughs> mm. 
Or I mean, you... don't get me wrong. Own like, up, what is it? He probably goes through like a can of like Dapper Dan a day on on that thing. Um, so, fuck, marry, kill. Um, as a Welshman, I feel obliged <laughs> that I need to go through spending the best day of my life with and marrying Spyro because he's a dragon. Um, no other reasoning than that. Wario would have to be killed in the most severe and just brutal way possible. Um, like eviscerated type deal. <laughs> um oh. And I would have some sexy fun with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, just, you know, he's cute. Um, he's got a lot of enthusiasm. Like Sam said, it probably will be over quickly. So you can just kind of be like, way, bye. I'm off to go and spend the rest of my life with my lovely dragon husband. So, yeah, that's me. This and- might change some things. Okay. Wario has a motorcycle. Uh, a motorcycle does not compare to a dragon. That don't impress me much. About. He uh, uh, can't uh-huh. fly. She just said he could fly. In Skylanders. He flutters. And, it, he, he's off the ground and all four legs are in the air. There, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would I would be happy if I if he could still just like flutter down from a from a high building. That would be like flying. That's enough flying for me. I'd be fine with that. Glide. Wario can actually project himself with his farts. He's the skeeziest person ever. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would imagine as a result, you know, if by some chance there's, you know, <laughs> this is spiral in the air. Exposed. Yeah. Exposed. Hashtag not my Spyro. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I feel like if on the odd chance that Wario followed through while he was doing his flying thing, that's going to put you off a little bit, let's face it. Wario is good at golf. He's good at tennis. Golf is is a dumb sport. (laughs) Golf is is a dumb sport. He is good at hoops. Hoops. Anything in the sports mix. What's hoops? Basketball is hoops. You mean like basketball? Yep. <laughs> he played it on the GameCube. I don't care for sports. Sports. Just try and he yeah. owns his own company, WarioWare Incorporated. Well, if you like him so much, why don't you marry prospect. him? Oh, that's right, because you want to fuck him. Well, yes, and Sonic. Uh, I'm seeing where Sonic Matt's can going. Put a ring on it because he literally collects oh, gold rings. Oh, good one. Yeah, but he also drops them very easily. Only way he's spooked. He would spend like most of his life going, "Here's a ring." Oh no, I've dropped it. Pick yeah. it up. Here's a ring. Oh no, I've dropped it again. Oh, I've been hit while I don't have a ring. I'm dead. Shit. Tails will be around all the time. Oh, and Sonic has the worst friends. Tails is awesome. Take it back. Yeah, but like, okay, do you want to hang out with Shadow? Do you want to hang out with that Big the Cat? You want that to come over? I don't know who those are. <laughs> exactly. They're terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're really some, bad. Like, weird, like, hangers on, like, at your house parties. That would be exactly. really weird. I don't want to hang out with Sonic's weird animal friends. <laughs> That's why we're just having sex with him and saying goodbye. 
Yeah, That's I might be coming over on that side. <laughs> Wario has cool friends. Mm, I don't know about that. He has cool enemies. But I don't think he's. In, I mean, you think he's really enemies with Mario? Of course he is. He's kind no. of, isn't he supposed to be like the antithesis of? I, he's no Bowser. Don't get me wrong, but you know. I mean, I do. He's always up for like, oh, Mario's gonna do like a go kart tournament. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, he's True. such a supportive friend. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, but he's also the same douchebag that tries to barge you off the track. So you know, he's kind of like that kid that That's turns true. up the, at the party and knocks everybody's drinks out of their hand just to be an ass. He, he's passionate. He's passionate. Yeah, exactly. He's got an Audi belly button. That doesn't oh, really do anything. Pass. Funny. Hard pass. Yeah. Maybe he's pregnant. Maybe that's. Aww. Maybe it's that's mine. how that works it's in the mine. Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, on that incredibly sensible conversation. Um, I Let's think... go for thirty more minutes. <laughs> thirty more minutes. Thirty more minutes. <laughs> I'm calling it quits on this thing. I'm done. <laughs> this is my tenure as host of this fucking shit show over. Um, right. So uh, this coming Friday, which. I was going to say it's tomorrow, but it's not. It's tomorrow for me because it's now gone midnight. So this coming Friday, the 18th, um, we are having um, another Talking Games Community Night, which will be hosted by Cody. And um, this time it's going to be based entirely around Nintendo Switch games. So we're going to be playing, I think, probably mostly Mario Kart and Splatoon. Um, I think Cody's got a new capture card as well, so we're going to stream it out. So anybody who wants to get involved, send us your um, friend codes to uh, to the Talking Games um, Twitter. You can DM them to us. Or if you're on our Discord server, which you can get access to via our Patreon, um, send them through that. So that's going to be a whole heap of fun. It starts, I believe, at 8 p.m. EST. Is that correct, Sam? Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Yeah, what I think. I think, yeah, we'll put a tweet out to clarify that so keep an eye out yep. on our twitter um yep. but yeah like i said if we can get about it'll probably be like eight people at a time because i think that's the maximum that switch games can cater for um but yeah it's going to be great fun splatoon oh is oh a hoot and mario kart with friends is also awesome um so if you want to send us um, some questions, we love questions, as you've no doubt just um, experienced. <laughs> um, you can email us at yeah. games... We'll answer anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can email yeah. us at games at talkingcomicbooks.com. Um, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash talkinggames. Um, you can follow us on there, so you'll get notified when we're live. Um, we also via that channel host um the other talking games members who um have twitch accounts so if i'm streaming through my personal account you can watch it through the talking games if sam is if cody is if bobby is if justin is they will be live like talking games will be live at the same time hosting our stuff uh, you can also if you'd like to um help us fund this crazy thing we do monetarily subscribe to us on twitch so if you've got amazon prime you also have twitch prime which gives you a free five dollar a month um subscription to a twitch account of your choice uh, which you have to renew every month 
Um, but you can mm-hmm. also subscribe. There's um, $4.99, $15, $25 um, subscription levels. So if you be if you know you're so inclined, no big deal if not. But you know we'll get, use all that money to pay for games, help to run the show, get us better equipment, and do better things for you. Um, YouTube, so that's youtube.com slash talking games videos. We've got a ton of stuff, so much I had to write a list. Um, we have Heroes Hideout with Sam and Cody. Um, I believe you're not far off um, the end. Yeah. I think we've got uh, maybe an episode or two left for the main story, and then hopefully some raids are coming out, and so we might try to do something with that. So we'll see what happens. Cool. So that's every Monday. And there's also Monster Closet with um, Justin and Bobby. They just started playing um, Outlast 2. Um, and I've seen the first episode of it. And it's very funny listening to those two. <laughs> two grown men, basically. I, I've just got this image of them sat on a couch, like, holding each other because they're so scared. Um, <laughs> we also have Sam's one of Sam's other shows, Ladies' Choice where she picks a game, plays it, and just, you know, talks about it and has some fun. It's very good. We have Karen and Bobby playing Dream Daddy together. Um, I think there's three, maybe four episodes of that up now. Um, We also have um, a series called Level Select with our own Matt, where he gets ordered to play retro video games by a (laughs) tiny, tiny robot. That sounds suspiciously yep. like his wife. <laughs> um, we also it's a metaphor <laughs> for being married. If, to be honest, if married life will be my other half going to me, Hugh, play this game. I'm going to go. Cool. I'm good. Um, you mean Spyro? Uh, well, I, I like Spyro, so I'm not the hateful man you are, Matt. I, I just saw you die inside when you thought about that. So. <laughs> um, we have lots of player unknowns battlegrounds um, videos, um, and Bobby and Megs will be doing the morning run every Friday, which you can see at eight thirty a.m. Eastern time, live on Twitch, and then it'll be archived on YouTube. And then we also have our series of what is videos where we talk about games that have come out, like we just record a bit of it talk over it and kind of a little review sort of early impressions um you can find us on twitter at talking underscore games and our personal ones are matt johnny matt wood kelsey kelsamus k-e-l-s-s-a-m-u-s sam s-k-s-u-v-a-k and I am at H underscore Paz. You can follow Bobby at Bobby Shortall and Justin is at Jeroke, J-O-R-O-A-K. And that wraps it up for this absolute chaos fest that's been Talking <laughs> Games episode 159. Wonderful. Thank you, Kelsey. Uh, thanks, Matt. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Hugh. And this has been the Talking Games Podcast. Until next time, be good to one another.